Welcome to another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast. Our mission, to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee. Welcome back to the Frankie Lee Podcast, you lucky, lucky devils. What have we got in store for you today? Mr. Ian DeAndre is back on the sofa. And if you've probably listened to this podcast for a little while, you've probably heard him back in episode 13. He is the first ever returning guest on this podcast. And if you want to hear his journey, go and listen to episode 13 first before you listen to this one. But today, me and Ian, I believe, are going to put some absolute wisdom in your ears around the kind of habits and the successful things that you can put into your life in terms of your health and your fitness to to help you make more money, help you get more out of life, help you win the day, get more of what success is for you and, and all that good stuff. So Ian, mate, welcome back. Well, I feel privileged. I guess what's happened since episode 13, I noticed just from observation, you, you're buzzing, you're full of energy, you've definitely found something that you're drawn in towards and you love, Yeah, which is exciting for me to see you as a friend. So you're you're resonating yeah. and vibrating at a high level, which is cool to see. I think, so So let's, let's put it into context. You've known me for, I'd say, five or six years of the seven that I've probably been in Australia. And like you say, you, you've, you've seen me try a lot of things, fail a few times, uh, fall down, get up in, in lots of in, in environments. And, and yeah, mate, like th- this, this, this podcast game lights me up on a different level. It, it really does. And, and I th- if, 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 if people, if people can't, I mean, I see it if, and other people like yourself are telling me the same thing. So it must, it must be true. It must be true, mate. Yeah. I think for the audience, you're probably a super relatable person because you haven't exactly gotten to the top of the mountain yet but you're in the process of climbing it so you have tripped and stumbled you've kind of made progress in certain areas you're kind of understanding yourself better as a person an entrepreneur a human so you're able to share these lessons as you go along the way i think that's really relatable sometimes when you speak with someone who's uber successful there's a lot of admiration and obviously they have their story and their journey but it seems a bit more digestible if you're following someone who's going through it at that moment. Yeah, I mean... Because you can articulate and communicate what's happening on a day-to-day basis rather than re- in retrospect. Yeah, 100%, mate. And and th- that's the reason why, rather than rather than trying to go out and and, and become this great podcaster and, and then start podcasting, like in terms of like, rather than going out and speaking and speaking but not putting any content out, I've, I've learned in the trenches, on the job, from day one recording on that bedroom floor in England on that laptop just pulling that laptop with with poor sound equipment I've 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 learned and then compounded the growth that way and 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 hopefully because I'm doing it that way and because it's like a document document and create document and all that along the journey hopefully people can really understand about not only how much growth and how much effort and time goes into doing the fucking reps, but like how important it is to make sure that you just execute and just keep executing and keep executing. And you, if you keep knocking on that fucking door long enough to something that is your naught naught one percent skill that you believe in your mind, you will get to the pinnacle, like the pinnacle. But it, but you know what, right? It's not even about getting to fucking the pinnacle, like. 
it's a, it's about how much can be achieved in this podcast game. Like what really that it's the journey, mate. I just love, I'm just loving every rep. Every I'm loving this podcast. I'll love tomorrow's, and I'll keep podcasting in ten years' time because it lights me up. So it's not even about getting to a number. It's not about getting to number one. It's not about competing or having a dick swinging competition with anyone else. It's literally about how good can I turn up to the world and how many people can I impact along the way of doing it. Simple as that. Yeah, and I think that's just a byproduct of your passion. There is something that's savory and also unsavory about the journey and focusing on the process because we all want to get there so quickly. Yeah, yeah. But once you get to a certain point and you look back and reflect, you think about, you know, the struggles were some of the best times. And, I, you know, I definitely relate, relate to that. And um, I can see it in you as well. It's good to see someone who's really savoring it and not delaying their happiness to the point where, like, when I get here, I'll be satisfied. I think it's like a blissful dissatisfaction. Like you're happy and you're learning and you're growing in the yeah, moment, yeah. but you also know exactly where you want to go. So that's yeah, well, kind of what I see when I when yeah, I look at what you're doing. Yeah, and I, 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 I appreciate that because it's it, it took me, I'll, I'll tell the audience this, like, it took me a long time, mate, in life to kind of really understand that the the only moment you have that's real is right now. So, like, when I'm sat in here and I'm podcasting with you right now, Ian, I am 120% present in the moment on just enjoying the conversation we're having, the learnings that we're getting from the conversation, and being present in this moment, because this is truly the only moment that we have. Too many people I've found, and me, myself, guilty in the past, of, like, I've put too much attention on things I can't change about the past, where I think I fucked up and I put time and energy there and things that are potentially happening in the future that haven't even fucking happened yet and could happen 167 different ways more than 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 what I think in my head right now. So it's like I just think the fundamental thing that everyone needs to learn and if you listen to this podcast it's like learn this for once presence and being present in the moment um is is the most important moment to be in and the way that you become present in the moment to make sure you're present, and someone taught me this, is like you just take your hand and you tap tap the back of your, back of your wrist, and it's like, am I present? Like if you're say you're driving, like down waking the, up from a dream, like yeah, 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 like like uh, like you'll see me walking around the gym, and I'm just like this, because because I'm I, I'm tapping myself and I'm reminding myself that I am. Pr- this is this moment here is the only moment right now. There ain't no other time. So how am I going to fucking turn up? How am I going to be? And how am I going to treat people in this moment? Not not think about getting better tomorrow. Think about how I was yesterday. It's like, how am I today? What's going on in my life today? How am I turning up? What am I, I going to be like? Am I vibing? That's why when I walk in the gym at 6am, I'm fucking like, let's fucking go, everybody. Like, it's fucking new day. Let's rock and roll. Because it's how, because that is that is potentially my last moment on the planet. Like, we don't know, do we? We don't know. Well, like you said, it's, it's what you have, and also it, it can take people back a little bit, especially if people are kind of trapped in their own head and their own mind, and they see someone who's energetic, enthusiastic, showing up in the present moment. Most people don't know how to, they don't know how to deal with that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. It's, it's actually quite foreign. Yeah. Especially <laughs> uh, West, Western society, we are yeah. very busy, we're very ramped up, we're hyper-stimulated. It is hard to pull your focus and attention to exactly what's going on in front of you. At that exact moment, yeah, exactly, and I think the, the I think the reason why I've been so so hyped to get you back on the podcast and why I wanted to do this particular one with you um, is because 
over the years that I've known you, the one, the, the key thing that always resonates is like the you, you're an you're an out there man and doing doing your doing your own thing on so many different levels, but you're all, you're, you're almost like monk like in terms of the fact of you're you're you're, you're disciplined. Because you know who you are as a man and because you know what you want to achieve from certain areas of your life, you put in place frameworks and disciplines and habits that that, that will make you and accentuate the success in those areas of your life. Like if, you know, your you, your body, for instance, like in terms of like how you look aesthetically, right, is, is a byproduct of the 1% things that you do in your life every day that allow you to be healthy, to allow you to achieve what you do. And it's like mindset and your meditation work and your breath work and all that. And that's the stuff that I want to start opening people's eyes to. Because everyone who listens to this podcast has, has, in my opinion, is motivated to do more in their life. To break patterns, to flip perspectives, to change their position, to take themselves forward. Right, and and I think the tools and frameworks that you have in your mind can really help people go and achieve what success looks like to them and, and give them whatever that might be. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think speaking before this, we were really talking about health as a vehicle for not only productivity, but success, depending on how you define that as an individual, but also living a better quality of life. So yeah, most yeah. people, if people come to see me, and I'm, I, I am a little bit quiet on the internet, just because I am busy day to day working with clients, having these conversations about health, wellness, nutrition, and training. And I've been doing that eight to 10 hours a day since I was 18 years old. So it's fantastic for me to be able to come onto a podcast like this and share some of those tools and the framework that I set up for those people and the clients that I coach and the people that I work with. So I think that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, 100%, mate. Because, like, it's, and to give you a, a little bit more of a backstory, it's like Ian doesn't, Ian looks after, Ian's looked after like a lot of people that, that are in. The film industry, he's looked after like models, high level influencers, athletes, boxers, MMA fighters. Like he he works with some high level clients in all different fields, so he knows exactly the kind of things that you, to, that work for different people's lives and 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 schedules and everything like that. So he can lay it all out perfectly well in this podcast. I feel. Yeah, I think I'm not saying I'm completely unique, but I'm unique in the fact that I like to study a lot of different stuff and things that don't seem connected in an obvious way, if that makes sense. I'm more of a thematic and lateral thinker. So say, for example, you're a bodybuilding coach, you've got this one lane, and it's fantastic because you're learning everything about that lane and you're going deep and eventually you become an expert in that one field. But you have blinders on in a sense of like, there's so much more information out there when it comes to the human body, health, performance, nutrition, and mindset which you have to go wider for. So I like to tap into things. I actually like studying bodybuilding. I'm not a bodybuilder. Yeah, 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 I like yeah. studying powerlifting. I like studying yoga. I like studying yeah. Pilates. I like studying philosophy. I like studying anything that influences what it means to be human and healthy. And how can I draw from those different things and intertwine them and connect them to give someone what they need in that current moment and in the situation, depending on what their goal or outcome that they want is. Perfect. If that makes sense, yeah, 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 perfect, mate. And that's a, mate. That is such an articulate way of putting it, mate. I tell you, I, I could not have done that. <laughs> I'd have put it a way more in a way more rough retrospective way. But essentially, what you're saying is, you help people. You 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 go wide, so you can help people go deep on what they need for success, whatever success is to them, which is perfect. I mean, get, I suppose then the best the best thing to 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 roll into then would be like. 
Like how how do you go about setting people up to win the day? That's a good conversation, and it's going to be completely unique to them. And I'll teach you guys how you can make this unique for yourself. The best place to start is with questions. So if you come to see me, we kind of get the rapport out of the way. Maybe we haven't met before. Maybe we know each other on a kind of a name-to-name basis. Um, we're going to sit down. We're going to have a conversation. I'm going to figure out what you want. I'm going to figure out a little bit more about you, your life, a little bit of your history. Sometimes to avoid people backtracking way, way back, we're going to talk about the last 30 days because that's going to be the most relevant. So yeah, if we yeah, come, yeah. you come down and sit with me, probably the first thing I'm going to ask you is, what are your goals? And then yeah. we're going to just go deep on that. Do you do you find though that most people, like I, I find that most people, when you ask them what their goals are, they think they know what their goals are, but that's not really their goal. Like so, sometimes people tell me, like if I said to people, if I said to people, hey, w- what's your goal and what's your number? Um, to what what money do you want to earn? If they if they if they're like earning five or six figures, six figures, they'll they'll just tell me an arbitrary number like a million dollars. Right, because that's what the narrative has told them that they want in life. Because that's that's it. It's like million dollar revenue, million dollar income, million dollar sales guy, million dollar real estate agent, million dollar this, million dollar that. It's like what I'm saying is when you're when you're saying get clear on your goal, when you're saying bring bring you bring the goals to to the to the forefront. It's like yeah, but how how do they get? How, in your opinion, how do they get honest enough with themselves to make sure their goals are right for the start? Yeah, this is a good question, and that's what I'm paying attention to. One, are they giving me the surface-level answer? Are they giving me the kind of politician response? Yeah. Are they giving me an authentic response? And then when I kind of get that mild emotional response, then I know we're on the right track. Yeah. So if you're sitting with yourself right now and you're wondering what your goals are, it's not going to happen in the first five seconds. I might need to coach someone. I might need to give them a bit of guidance. We might need to steer a little bit to kind of hone in on what's important. But it's obviously, when you come to see me, it's health and fitness related. Yep, yep. So like an auto response is like, I want to lose five kilos. Yep, yep. And it's my job, and then I work with them, and we slowly refine that. And then it comes to the next question. It's like, why do you want to achieve that? Yeah. And and if, if, you're, if you're someone who's overweight, right, and you lost that five kilos, I... People, I want people to understand how much that correlates to how much you earn in life, to to how to how you feel, to how much energy you have. It correlates to everything in your life. That five kilos, it really, it really does, because you're gonna feel like more confident. You're gonna have more self belief. You're gonna have way more energy. You're gonna have better sex. You're gonna have better sleep. You're gonna you're gonna the whole the whole game changes for you. You're gonna earn more money because you're gonna be more driven. Like the whole the whole game changes when you get your health right. When you get your health right and you get this piece right, you you can go out as an entrepreneur or as someone who's motivated or is trying to get more money in sales or whatever you're trying to do and you can take that blueprint and then you can stack your habits on top of each other and take yourself to a whole different level just by getting this first fundamental piece of health and mindfulness. Yeah, I think it's non-negotiable. If you're not healthy, if you don't have energy... If you're not looking after yourself, one, you're at risk for getting sick and unhealthy and you, you can't work. You can't look after your business. Two, you're going to be far less productive. Like you mentioned before, if you have energy, you're not getting sick constantly. Yep. You have the ability and then also layered on top of that, the enthusiasm to attack the day. You're just yeah. going to be so much more effective. Yeah, 100%. Because I, I think as well... And, and sorry to interrupt, but most people don't know. They think they feel good. 
But yeah. there, there's no that's there's no reference point for what optimal is because they've never felt optimal. When you get someone feeling optimal, it's easy to keep them on track because they do old habits or old behaviors or do, they do things that make them feel bad, and it's instant feedback for like, oh, that's how I used to feel all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what yeah. feeling good feels like. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know any difference. Now I do. So it's like an autocorrect moment for them where they can get back on track and they really understand the value then. You can't understand the value till you feel good. Yeah. And and sometimes you can f- think you feel good like you say, but then but then that that's not even nowhere close to your optimum. Like I bet I bet a lot of people that listen to this podcast who think they're optimum are only probably about 60-70% max. Like when you and when you really actually pull back the weeds and have a look like it's like you know there's so many little one percent things that i think we're going to discuss through this that i think are going to be game changers for people like what what are some of the what are some of the biggest habits that people do in their life that kind of really impact their their kind of health their sleep and everything else like that, that that kind of compounds as a negative growth aspect for them well, I think a lot of your uh, audience is driven. You uh, have some entrepreneurs in your audience or we're trying to relate close to entrepreneurs. So some people that I've worked with in that entrepreneurial industry or business owners, XYZ, there is such a drive towards the high burn. Yep. Need to do more. Yep. Need to work harder. And it almost becomes reflexive for them to just work 15 hours a day to lack sleep, to just overstimulate themselves, to just try and get the job done. Yeah. And I think that's common, but I think it's also, there's a bit of a shift to the restoration, the mindfulness, and how can I be, I don't want to use the word balance because there's nothing balanced about owning a business. There's always going to be work to do. There's always going to be things to do and you have to output and perform. Yeah. But I think there is a shift in how can I do this optimally and how can I feel my best and manage my health the best that I can while chasing this big goal, not completely burning myself out, not completely behaving in the the typical way that we think an entrepreneur should behave. So is that is is that a case of then, if an entrepreneur comes to you and says to you, he's trying to achieve this big goal over here, but he wants to optimize it in the way that you say, is is that is that where you set out then a framework of how the day looks like f- for that for that individual? So is that, is, is that is that what the audience needs to get f- straight first? Okay, this is the time I start working. This is the time that I finish working. This is the time I'm in the gym. This is the time I'm at asleep. Because for me on a personal level in terms of how I run my life, and don't get me wrong, I'm always working to get more and more optimal, as you know, because we talk mm. about it enough. But it's like I, 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 at the start of the day, I'm like, okay, wake up at five, bed by nine. Like I, I put... <laughs> bed I literally in my journal and I write down bedtime at nine <laughs> and I write wake up at five and and th- those are the first two things I put in there and then I'll put and then I'll, I'll get the because co- I do because I own content removal.com and remove online content for that the, I'll put that as, a, as I'll block out the time slots I need for content removal and I'll block out the time slots I need for podcasting and I'll block out my lunch and I'll block out everything else so I'll start to block things out so that so that I I really am mapped out in terms of this is how my day looks and this is this is it and and do you know what I mean is that is that kind of how, what you're saying Yeah, hundred percent. And this all you're talking about the daily actions it takes to get the outcome. So let's rewind to the goals. So what's your goal? Why do you want that? How do you think you'll feel when you achieve that? 
How do you think you feel if you don't achieve that? What's holding you back from your goal? Once we go through that simple process, then the daily actions are going to relate to the outcome. So we need to know what outcome we want first, and then I'm going to set up those daily habits for them. And you're never going to be 100% perfect. We just want to strive like you talk about that little 1%. Yeah. If you change one habit a week, in 12 weeks, someone's a different person. And that, yeah, yeah, 100%. that is ambitious, but you can do that. So I like to pick what's going to have the biggest return on investment. So say, for example, you have a hard time staying organized or getting to the gym, planning your day out. That's going to be the biggest return on investment for you. Yes. So I'll know these things once I sit down with someone and we pick the thing that has the most leverage there's no point in working on something if it's not going to have a great return on investment for someone. So if, if you guys are listening now and you're thinking, you're starting to understand, okay, I'm narrowing in on my goal. I'm really understanding why that I want this. And it's for a good reason. Okay, yeah. fitness in particular, a lot of people want to change because they hate the way that they look. But, it's, it's a shitty way to behave. But and it's totally understandable, but you shouldn't. that shouldn't be the reason why you're wanting to do these things every single day because you feel bad about the way you look about yourself but, but, but as an example yeah and i love that i love that example but here's some other examples for you that i believe are true as well and they would be this is how i would think in my life and it might relate with you guys it's like if i was a top performing real estate agent or i wanted to be a top performing real estate agent i would focus on my health because i know it would drive my sales and my energy if i had a five million dollar business and i wanted to take it to a ten million dollar business I would focus on my health and my fitness because I know that that would drive that $5 million business to $10 million. If I, if I want to become the top podcaster in the world or one of the top 10 podcasters in the world, which is, which is a goal of mine, then I'm going to focus on my health because that's going to give me the energy levels to achieve that. Everything comes back to health and how you feel and, and the habits that you set up. Everything. It doesn't matter whether the goal's related to uh, a financial goal, um, a goal of you kicking a football around with your child, a goal of you, do you know, a goal of you turn up and being the best dad, a goal of you being the best man that you can to this woman that you love in your life, a goal of attracting the right partner into your life. It all falls down to health and wellness and, and how you want to turn up and, and the mindset and the frameworks that you put in place. And that's why this podcast is probably one of the most important podcasts that people can listen to because it's going to really, really help you get to all the goals that you want to get to by listening to these top entrepreneurs that come on this podcast. But you can't listen to someone like a podcast like with the High Smile Boys and listen to them talk about going from 20K to 200 million, Ian, right? You can't listen to that unless you've got the health and, and, and the habits in place because those boys said on the podcast that one of their non-negotiables is the gym is the health and fitness is the, is all these things that you talk about and they and they're obviously two boys that you've worked with at, at certain times in their in their journey and it's like look at the fucking results do you know what i mean you go in there you go into that you you train their staff like as well like you because because they know how important it is for those 1% habits yeah i mean even if you listen to that message that frankie just talked about 100 more times it's going to be a foundation for you guys doing well and whatever you guys want to take on yeah. Manage your health, manage the outcomes that you want, and yeah. then chip away at it every single day. I think it's a good lesson. Yeah, hundred percent is a good lesson, and and it's it's a constant theme when I ask people questions throughout this podcast that have achieved massive success. 
one of like the the things that shine out for me is the, like, the habits and the frameworks that they've got in place, and and I think the biggest habit and framework um, which you're going to break down right now is this health and fitness thing. So like, let's start now that okay. now, now they know how to map it out and all that stuff. Let's let's start with the let's get right into the into the into. Okay, the cool. So you've thought about your goals. You've kind of peered into the future and kind of understand what that looks like for you. Now you actually have to integrate into everyday life. Yep. We need to make this work. Things sound great when they're written down on paper or we've thought about them or it's the struggle is where we start to take action. Every day is a li- can be a little bit chaotic. I know it can be for me. And trying to adopt new things can be challenging. So I think a good practice that you have, we need to write down a daily task list. Yeah. If you want to get healthy and fit, and it could be if you're just starting out, keep it as simple as possible. So if we're going to pick three things. Yeah, you've woken up. Max three things. You can't. <laughs> you, you can't achieve more than more than three key key result areas in a day. Nobody yeah. can. No, not 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 when you're talking about needle moving tasks. Yeah. So we're talking about we want to increase energy and maybe we want to lose a little bit of body fat, but we want to perform. Okay. So we're going to pick three simple things. We need to hydrate. Yeah. Okay. Our brain is not going to function as well. If we're going to try and work out in the gym, we're not going to perform as well. We need to hydrate. So the one little tick that we're going to start with is drink water. And we could be specific here. Let's just say we're going to drink two to four liters of water today. Yep. That's it. That's our focus. Get a big bottle. You got a four liter bottle. You got a two liter bottle. Make it your goal by the end of the day. We're going to drink that. That's going to improve cognitive function. We're not going to overeat because we're not dehydrated. It's going to have a lot of downstream positive effects. So that's the first thing we're going to focus on. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm talking general advice. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Individual might be different. Well, I'll put it into context for you. If you're a real estate agent and you've got a, you've got a deal to close at 5.30 p.m. And you've, and you've been drinking caffeinated and Diet Cokes all day, are you going to be sharper at 5.30 by drinking four litres of water throughout the day and staying hydrated or to do this deal, to get this deal over the line, to get this deal done, to get this deal closed? Or are you going to be... Are you going to go in there with a the caffeine hangover, not really wanting to be there, but kind of wanting to be there because you kind of want to be successful, but you're like, fuck, I'd, ra- I'd rather go around Michelle's house for a f- to to watch fucking Love Island. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's how, how do you want to see it? But that's kind of how I related to it. Yeah. So, we, well, we got our daily task list. We got actionable tasks that we're going to execute. And they're simple enough that they're not overwhelming and they should be achievable. They They are achievable. Yeah. We're going to drink water. Next thing we're going to do is we're going to try to move our body. We're not going to actually try. We're going to move our body. And again, minimum prescription, 10 minutes. That could be a walk. If you have the movement capacity or movement capabilities, it could be doing some body weight training at home. We're talking like the absolute minimum here. This is what we yeah, need to do yeah, every yeah, single day. We have to move our body for 10 minutes at least. Would, would so, I'd have said 10,000 steps would be a minimum, not fucking 10 minutes. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm this is kind of... You're, you're trying. You're, you're 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 trying to give them the easiest street in the world here to to walk down. So, you, so what you're what you're saying is, to, to, you're you're just getting them to start to build the habits, right? Yeah, it, it you should not be able to fail. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Today. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. someone's like, I want to start looking after myself, focusing on these three things. Yeah. This is what we're going to get done. Fail safe plan. You should or you will be able to achieve this, and it shouldn't feel like too much of a stretch. Yeah, yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. No, no, I, I understand. So that. we're gonna hydrate. We're gonna move our body for at least ten minutes. Most of the time, people will do a little bit more. We can all do ten minutes. 
Yeah, hundred percent. If you, if you can't if you can't do ten minutes a day, you're in the wrong game. Wrong game. You're in the wrong game. You might as well just go and get. You might as well just lose all your ambition in life yeah. because if you can't. I'm an, I'm an empathetic and I'm a compassionate person. There's non-negotiable 10 minutes. You can move. 100%. But, and like I say, I think most of the people that listen to this podcast are motivated enough to, to, to be able to hit a, a 10K step as, as a bare minimum. Well, yeah. uh, 100%. And if we want to lead this conversation back to entrepreneurs, like I, I, I probably would not have this conversation because they're going to be talking about climbing Mount Everest. Yeah, That's yeah, what they want to do when they come yeah, see yeah, me. Yeah. It's more about kind of putting the handbrake on these, and then I, I just, directing I, I, the effort in the in the right way because it's easy as a someone who's linked to achievement to get distracted by all these wild things where we can achieve in different areas. So I kind of hone in and create an outlet for that. Yeah, if and, that makes sense. And, and, and yeah, hundred percent, mate, makes sense. And like, like I'll say openly on here, it's like I don't care if your name's Sally. You've worked at Westpac for the last ten years, and you're and you're you're just trying to start your side hustle in selling art on Etsy. I don't care if you're that if you're Sally. Sally still still wants to have success in her life. Whether she whether she goes on to be an entrepreneur like the High Smile Boys or whether she doesn't doesn't matter. She wants she wants to achieve more in her life, and if she wants to achieve more in her life, she's gotta she's gotta make the movement a non-negotiable, like you said. She's gotta make the make the water non-negotiable. She's gotta start putting these habits in place to set herself up right for whatever she wants to achieve. And and that's the, and that's the beauty of this game. That's that's why it doesn't matter who you are listening to this. It's like these are the non-negotiables. What are some of the other non-negotiables? So if we're only going to pick three, we're going to talk about nutrition. Arguable that we can talk about sleep as well, but if we're going to th- pick three pillars for someone to start with, we're going to talk about what you're putting in your mouth. Yeah. Food. Yeah. <laughs> talking about food, yeah. <laughs> I hope you're talking about food. <laughs> so for that task list, we have hydrate, so drinking two to four liters of water a day. We have a 10-minute movement. And all I want you to focus on for the next one is Eating three meals with minimal processed food, okay? I know there's obviously a lot of conversation around calories and macronutrients. 100%, okay? That's important, but that's a step down the road once we get the basics. Yep. So we don't need too much cognitive oversight. We don't need to be tracking anything yet. I mean, there's a time and a place for it. We're just going to focus on unprocessed foods. One, because they're easier to digest. They provide micronutrients. They're going to satiate us, so they're going to... Give us uh, a more regulated appetite. Um, a, 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 a way of feeling more full. Um, is that, satiated, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So you're not going to feel like eating the bad things if you're kind of led down that direction as much. And it's a simple way. So I guess we can give them an example. So what are some examples of unprocessed food? So <laughs> you think like eggs, broccoli, chicken, like everything like that, just just whole foods that have cut, that you know you can just put into your diet any any time. I mean, I mean, there's 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 better foods to eat than just the chicken and broccoli diet, obviously. But you know, just like be be sensible. Like if you're throwing in if you're throwing in um, a mass amount of, of of like carbohydrate processed food, you are gonna hit a, hit a massive peak and then like a massive crash. And like I say, if you're if you're sat there, you know, trying to trying to trying to move the needle in the afternoon, and you've just had a massive bowl of Nutrigrain or something, you just probably just killed yourself off. Yeah, and I think 
for our entrepreneur crowd as well. Like once you start to eat healthy, you understand your brain performs differently. Yeah. (laughs) There's a a difference in kind of those functional nutrients, easy to digest food, naturally a bit lower in calories. Um, The calories in calories out 100% matters, but we're not there yet. We're really just focused on ingraining habits and starting to feel good. We want kind of, almost instant feedback in the sensation of how we feel because it's going to keep us going with these habits, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I get someone who's, you know, dehydrated, who doesn't eat that well, and they barely move, and then they drink two to three liters or two to four liters of water in a day, they eat a few unprocessed food meals, and then they also move their body for 10 minutes, they're going to feel a difference. Yeah, massively, massively. With just those just simple things. And again, this is kind of a generalized... Um, layout of what that can look like, but hopefully you guys get the idea of these high return on investment, simple daily actions. Yeah, and I think I think the way that you can kind of really narrow it down for you is just to be honest with yourself. Just just write down uh, sleep, nutrition, you know, and 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 all these other topics on a page, and just whatever one resonates with you first as the one area where you think you can get the most bang for your buck for improving that area. Maybe just even focus on the one thing to start off with. Do you know what I mean? Like, if if you're getting six hours of sleep a night, right, I guarantee you, if you focus on getting seven or eight, you're going to lose body fat, you're going to feel better, you're going to perform better, and everything's going to get better in your life just by adding another hour to your sleep. Yep, no, I agree. I I definitely agree. And um, we talk about, obviously, being able to perform at a higher level, but it's also becoming more resilient as well. Like your body, if you exercise, if you eat well, you're going to be more resilient, more robust. You'll be able to take on more stressors. Yeah. If you're creating physical stressors already and you start layering in all these other things like stress from business, maybe you're partying or drinking on the weekends, so you develop a bit of fatigue there. You don't need that extra stress on your body through poor food choices through lack of hydration, through poor sleep. So looking after this allows you to tolerate more and handle more, if that makes sense. Yeah. And can I just say something on the, on the drugs thing, right? Because I don't do no recreational drugs. I don't smoke. I don't drink. Right. And the clarity that allows me to have in terms of what I want, why I want it and who I want to be is, is, is unimaginable. I cannot, stress that enough to you guys that listen to this podcast one thing i'll say to you is if you are going out and spending a few hundred dollars on a few bags of cocaine at the weekend and you are going out and drinking beyond sociable drinking in terms like two or three wines with the girls or two or two or maybe a couple of beers with lads if you're drinking beyond that in excess to wake up hungover the next day that there helps you identify that there's something fundamental in your life that you don't like about yourself or like about the position you're in that you need to fix. So it's actually showing you something about yourself if you want to learn what it's showing you. It's actually it's actually holding the fucking mirror up and saying, hang on a fucking minute, there's something not right here. Because you if you you'll you'll find you're just trying to get away from something i don't know what that something is but you fucking know what it is and you got to be honest with yourself so if you are taking these things beyond a certain level um, beyond a sociable level and you've all know what a fucking sociable level is to you then i'm telling you now 
there's something in that and that shows you exactly what you need to fix first. Simple as that. Yeah, I agree. And I think the audience here, again, focus on productivity, focus on creating success and climbing that mountain, whatever that means to you, and ultimately being more productive. You lose two days on a weekend if you're hungover and you're tired. I, I know because I, I'm a like a, I'm a you're so- a terrible drinker. I'm a social. <laughs> you're a terrible drinker and fit person. Right. So well, I I do definitely coach a lot of that stuff as well, and it really comes down to the individual. Some people, it, it, a very small portion of people, can perform at a high level doing that in their life, and it's a, it's not most of us. Ian drinks once every 12 weeks, and I tell you now, <laughs> you should see the dance moves that he pulls off, and then and then the, the aftermath. He, he's written, if he drinks on a, if he drinks on a Saturday, he, he's no good till Wednesday. I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> it's true, bro. Yeah. Like, you're useless until Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's, it's just, that's going to be a part of kind of the social aspect of kind of, the world we live in, people are going to drink, and that's something we deal with. And um, yeah, I'm not demonizing it. I'm just, I'm just trying to help them identify the fact that, like, if you're taking it to a certain level, it just shows you that you are trying to get away from something, and it's, it's better for you to identify what that something is that you're trying to get away from, rather than masking it with dr- drink and drugs and and everything else. Yeah. Like, because once you go beyond that sociable level, mate, regularly, and you keep repeating it. That tells you there's something you're trying to get away from over here. Yeah, and it's going to be. It will be corrosive towards success, and um, like you mentioned before, it's just there's no the return on investment just isn't there. If our outcome and our goal here just does not line up, well, you're surrounded. You kind of, you kind of, you kind of, without being crude about it, you kind of fuck yourself in your own ass if you're going out and, sur- <laughs> <laughs> and surrounding yourself with these things, right? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it like that because it's, it, it hits your ears at the right time. It's like, if you're out there and you're doing that, you're putting yourself around all the wrong people to be hung around with because those, th- those inherently those people aren't the people that are going to, that are going to help you move the needle and take you to where you want to go to anyway. Yeah. That, I No, I, I totally agree. And for the sake of, the outcome, or if we're trying to push ourselves and propel ourselves forward, those relationships will be corrosive long term. There's there's a real estate agent, no fucking word of a lie, that you trained and that I know, and I had a go at him about drinking. I told him to not drink it on the head, and the and the month that he not drinking on the head, he done eight mil more in sales, more than he fucking did the month before when he was drinking. So you're not telling me that you're not telling me that it's not it's 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 related massively, man massively like but more than you ever give it credit for to success and that and it's like and we and and if you live in australia there's so much good shit in the world to do like you don't need it yeah i think um because i deal with like a highly social population there's ways that we navigate around that and kind of set little milestones between those social aspects but i guess when you talk to someone and you know that chronic part of partying is um, a big part of their life or a part of their life or like you said every weekend writing, yeah, writing yeah. yourself off you kind of just have the conversation ask like what does it do what does it do for you like what is it doing for you in that moment and most of the time people are getting a bit of relief relief from the stress of life relief, relief from their own mind relief from something they don't want to fucking do every day but because they're, they're, yeah, they're doing the wrong shit there's an aspect of relief like like you talked about so for again just empathizing here it, 
that type of behavior is soothing for some people, but also corrosive long time. Like it's not contributing to your health. It's not contributing to your success, but I do understand. Um, no, I, I, and I understand it. I suppose we've, we've all been, we've all been through things that are corrosive to, to, to your, to your health going forward. Fuck me. <laughs> I had a Tinder account. <laughs> that was corrosive. <laughs> fucking hell. That was that was corrosive to my success. Like if you fucking if you're a man as a Tinder account, you're wasting your time, man. Like you, you could waste fucking thirteen hours having fucking conversations that are more boring than batshit on that thing. Like do you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta you get when when you find your when you find your purpose, when you get really in tune with what you want, when you go to that journal today, when you start jotting down um and start putting putting some asking yourself some harder questions on what you want, who you want to be, how you want to turn up. And then you start putting some of the, um, okay, where, like, like Ian says, like, where's, where, where can I get the most bang for my buck? Is it, is it increasing my sleep? Is it getting better mm. nutrition? Is it drinking more water? Which of these, which of these one habits can I pull out the bag and, 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 and literally get 10% more productivity out myself to allow myself to earn more money, to make more success, whatever that is to you. That's what you want to be looking for. Yeah. That's a really important point. And you have to be self-reliant in a way of like, no one's going to do it for you. You know what I mean? So you're like, you talked about there, you're understanding how to become a better thinker. You're understanding how to become more self-analytical in a positive way. What can I do that's going to move the needle? And then you're also, it's never going to be perfect, but you have to take action. You have to move in the right direction and you will figure things out. You'll figure out what works well for your body. You're going to figure out what you need to do and what's going to move the needle most for you. But like Frankie said, you need to be proactive in testing these things out and implementing them, not just thinking about them, not just waiting for a coach, not just waiting for things to happen. You need to take some steps and you will work things out. Yeah, if you huh? want, if you want anything bad enough, you're going to work it out. I see that with when people come to me ultra motivated. It wasn't me. They could have worked with anyone. They were going to get there regardless. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I might have just got, helped them get there quicker and more optimally, but they were always going to get there. You know what I mean? You're talking about a mindset that's unstoppable. It's kind of beyond health and fitness. You're relating to an outcome, and you are doing everything to get there. Yeah, and and the one thing that I, the one thing that I want people to get out of this podcast is like just one or two one percent actions that they implement from today, whether it be health, uh, whether it be in their nutrition, whether they be whether it be in their sleep, whatever. Just pull one or two things out and start implementing them, and see the result from that. Like every other podcast that you listen to gets too complicated, too in the weeds with all this science and and breaking it down and quantum fucking physics. Fuck that! It's like I'll t- I, Ian's gonna, Ian's telling you how to increase your health, and I and I'll I'll tell you exactly how to increase the success in your life in business. Right? Simply this: write down on a piece of paper this. Every day I send five emails to five emails. I, I make five phone calls. I make five texts, and I send five DMs to people that I've not spoken to in the last thirty days. You do that for the next fucking year. I guarantee you'll sell more stuff. You'll make more relationships, and you'll have more impactful life. And if that that correlates to any business, any real estate, and it's like five, it's like twenty. That's twenty interactions with people that you've not talked to uh, in in the last thirty days, and um, I'm telling you now, that's a game changer, and that's yeah. and that's just your mind. That's your mindset piece for for coming on here and listening to this today, and let, let's continue down this health path. So, 
Yeah, I guess we've kind of got the basic framework, and we talked about some three actionable things that you could do. If we want to go into some higher-level stuff like brain function and how we can really set ourselves up in an individualized way and push ourselves and almost light ourselves on fire from like a physiological standpoint, we can discuss that. Go for it. Okay. Go, go for it. I don't know if I talked about this last time. Mate, I don't care if you, I don't. I don't, mate. We, we, there's there's thousands and thousands more listeners than when than, than when we were on episode thirteen. Trust me, like, and if they hear it again, it's not going to hurt them. So let's let's go for it. Okay, so I'll kind of give the background story. I talked about being a personal trainer since I was eighteen. With personal training comes early mornings. So some crazy people actually enjoy waking up at three forty five four a.m. I know that's what a lot of people think I am. Yeah, but yeah. it it do, it doesn't get easier. The mornings can be challenging, even though you build a good sleep routine. Waking up in the middle of winter when it's four a.m., I want to get out of bed and I want to feel alert, focused, attentive, and take on my day because I want to eliminate that lag. Yeah. So yeah. there's a few things I've experimented with. How can I get up and get my ass out of bed and kickstart my day without that lag? So. A few things that I experiment with, okay, the caffeine. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. The caffeine snooze. So I understand like some people may be sensitive to caffeine, which is totally understandable. There's a kind of like a, a, a tolerance curve. You could be ultra sensitive to caffeine, meaning you sniff coffee and don't blink for six hours. Right, okay. <laughs> or you that, could that's have... That's the thing. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a, there's a scale and a tolerance, obviously, based, yeah, based yeah, off your base intake. Level, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're all a little bit different with our caffeine sensitivity. I guess the other end of the spectrum, you have four monsters and you can go take a power nap. Okay? I'm somewhere in the middle. Like if I have too much caffeine, it affects my sleep. Um, but I don't. I definitely don't get any adverse effects from that middle range. So what I started experimenting with is like as soon as I woke up, my alarm went off. I would ingest a certain amount of caffeine and then I'd go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and understanding um, how fast caffeine metabolizes, about 15 to 20 minutes later, I would come flying out of bed, my brain stimulated, and it started to cut out that lag time. That so, That is that is a bang. <laughs> Do you know what? I knew you were going to start pulling such, out these rockets, yeah. man. Like, I've never heard you tell... You've never told me that before. Okay, the, yeah, the caffeine snooze is a game changer for people who lag a lot in the morning, Okay. We don't want to layer that in with unproductive activity. We're not talking about next thing we're going to do is scroll. You're not going to be going through social media. We want to set our day right. So that's when it comes to the mindfulness piece. So we've ingested a supplement, caffeine is a supplement, to create a physiological response to feel alert, attentive, and focused. And how can we layer that in with a practice of the body and the mind? So breath work. So we can create another physiological response that's going to pair with that caffeine nightly. Yeah, to create yeah, yeah. a stimulus that we want for an outcome that we need for that morning. Right, okay. So we can breathe to relax. We can breathe to feel focused and ramped up. We can breathe to be stronger. We can breathe for improved endurance. You can manipulate your breath for a certain outcome. So that's where this next piece. So we're thinking about taking an arm from the caffeine and tying it in to the breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this. I like this. <laughs> Fuck, you're good, isn't you? You're good. I, yeah. know, I know I got you on there for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to come flying out of bed. We want to take on our day. We've ingested the caffeine. It's naturally kind of woke. Well, I wouldn't say naturally. It has woken us up, and we're feeling awake. Now yeah. we're going to start to layer in the breathing, okay? This isn't the time for the relaxing. 
breathing, we want to ramp up the system and the nervous system. So we want kind of an excitatory response. So that includes, or some of you guys might have seen, have you guys heard of Wim Hof? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had the Call to Be Conscious boys on the podcast a few episodes ago. So they were talking about Wim Hof and, and this kind of breathing. So guys, if you want to learn even more about the breathing or want to go really in-depth into breath work, you can go there and listen to that podcast and that podcast will light you up on the breath work side of things. But yeah, carry on, mate. Yeah, so I, I kind of got introduced. I think I did a workshop with Wim. It would have been like six to seven years ago. Oh, you've met him? Yeah. Oh yeah, quality. Yeah, so I've done I've I've had a few breathwork mentors. The kind of super well, I guess people would kind of recognize it as hyperventilation in kind of the strength conditioning world or the breath practice world, depending on who you learn from. It's also known as a superventilation, so we're oxygenating the blood, we're pulling a lot of air in and it can be stimulatory for the body. So that's where I start to layer in the next piece. So I'll have my caffeine. Bang. Awake, now I know it's time to breathe. So typically, like, I can, I, I can do this on my own, but I have some uh, an app that I use, which, in my opinion, like, obviously not sponsored by them. I don't know, yeah, I don't drop, know it, drop, drop okay, it. XPT, so it's Laird Hamilton, the big weight surfer app. He's got so many of these awesome morning breath routines. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll link it in the description. Yeah, so I'll do one of those. Five to ten minutes, and I'm, like, ramped up. Like, my nervous system, my physiology, Physiology is all dictated towards feeling awake, alert, so I can take on my day. Because I've noticed waking up at that time, like some days you're just going to feel a little bit flat. 100% you are. So I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to override that. Yeah. For, for, for. So I can get on with my day. Because sometimes, you know, you, you're lagging around the morning, you end up being late. You're just kind of treading water, trying to get your day started. If we want to start our day right away, it's a fantastic adjunct. I, I, I think that caffeine nap's a game changer. So are you are you so when you supplement for a caffeine nap, are you doing that in like because you can get caffeine pills? Are you just popping a caffeine pill? Yeah, I'll have a hundred milligrams of caffeine. Right. So I know exactly how much I'm taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So just you and, do, you and I got the water next to the bed. Really? Yeah. And then sometimes like I'll I'll play around with nootropics, so cognitive enhancers that I'll I'll either so break down do, break down break down the nootrop nootropics. Okay. So again. If you dive into these deep, they should be individualized and you can take certain tests so you know which ones you're going to respond to better. Yeah, yeah, That's usually what I recommend or I do if I'm working with people. For me, because I've got a lower dopamine score, which is kind of the thing that's responsible for, I guess we could summarize that in productivity, like getting things done. Okay, yeah. That's the part of our brain that goes off when we get a reward when we finish things. It goes off when we get a reward. It, it's, it's also the most addicting part of the brain. Don't want to segue too much on that. I will take something that is a precursor for dopamine. So I usually take between three to 500 milligrams of tyrosine. So that's going to upregulate that dopamine and that productive part of my brain to get my day started. Fucking hell, there's <laughs> so much. Oh, I love this, man. I love this. Yeah, carry yeah. on. There's a, there's a few other things that you can take, um, and there's some good uh, wealth research and study things, but those are kind of my two main. So I'll have caffeine, tyrosine. Sometimes... If I want to take a little bit of the edge out, I'll have theanine as well. So it helps balance the caffeine and the stimulant. Yeah. But I'm telling you, you will come flying out of bed. You've superset with the, that with the breath work, and you're going to feel like you can take on your day. It, it really doesn't It doesn't matter how you're feeling before, because afterwards, you're going to feel lit up like a Christmas tree on the 24th of December. <laughs> I love that, mate. I love it. I love that. Like I don't know half these things, but, um, mate, I'll tell you. 
Like I said, I keep going, I keep going back to. I mean, it's so simple, isn't it? That caffeine pill. So, and that goes and that goes to show you about habits. It's like Ian sets out his pill and he sets out his <laughs> fucking water by the side of his bed, so that when he wakes up in the morning, he just takes the takes the pill, takes the water, then just and then just nods off again, and then wakes up lucky like he's ready to knock out Mike Tyson. Like, <laughs> yes. do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, even if you just took that one thing out of this podcast, I reckon that's gonna. Increase, increase what you, your earning capabilities and increase your success in your life. Just that one caffeine nap, I'm telling you. Yeah, well, when do you really get the opportunity to leave bed feeling focused, wired, ready to go, take on your day? Mate, I'm, I'm, I'm going straight down Woolworths after this, buying caffeine pills. I'm, I'm on that. <laughs> I'm on that like Donkey Kong. Because to, you, you have the lag time. There's so much lag time between waking and feeling good. Like, I wake up at five. I don't start feeling good until like, Ooh, 5.35, 5.40. Oh, now it's getting spicy. 5.45. <laughs> I'm going over that bridge towards your gym. I'm like, let's get down to business. Like, it's on like Donkey Kong. I'm ready to sm- to smash things in the teeth. Do you know what I'm saying? But it takes that whole time. And you're, what you're telling me is, and what you're telling everyone else is, you can, you can get, you can forego that. Yeah, you can cut it, cut it right out. So, so, <laughs> so with that, if I if I was getting up at five, right, and I wanted to feel fucking epic at five, would I would, would I be better then um, to wake up at four thirty, take this caffeine pill, and then spring out of bed at five? Is that how you do it, or do you or do you do it by waking up on a natural rhythm? I unfortunately don't have the luxury to wake up to a natural rhythm, and like you said, actually, uh, one of the things that's going to dictate how we feel is where we wake up in in the sleep cycle. So that's why sometimes we can feel not too bad. Obviously, the quality and the restfulness of your sleep is going to impact that. But sometimes we wake up in those deep sleep cycles and our alarm kind of kicks our ass. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to feel a little bit little bit drowsy. So I just want to circumvent all those things. I want to feel focused. I want to feel alert. Because you got to understand kind of the nature of my job. Like, I'm not a, quite a motivator, but I need to be able to push people. Like, I'm inside a gym eight hours a day, really cultivating... Yeah. And and just just put that into context. Ian owns Ian Ian owns the gym, and obviously d- does all that. He's not just he's not just a a, a a normal PT guy that's just out there just earning whatever whatever. He's do he's do he's doing bits in the industry. He's not he's you need you need the reason you need to be out there is because you got staff, you got other things to concentrate on, you got you got the the gym to run, you got marketing to do, you got emails to do, you got other business. Business things to do. It's not just PT that you do, mate. It's business. It's, the, it's pushing the business forward as well. It's all that. There's all that that we've not talked about, but there's all that that goes into it, just so that people understand you a bit better. Because yeah. the way the way that you say it, you make it sound like you're just a normal PT. It's not not really. Like, come on. Like, yeah, that make that makes sense. I no, I appreciate that. I guess to to summarize what we were talking about, it's really so I can cut out and eliminate that lag time in the morning and not leave up to chance how I'm going to feel leaving the house. Yeah, I love it. What other what other what other hacks like that have you got? Cuz well, that, that's phenomenal. I th- I think that's a good start for the morning. If we talk about night, we want the complete opposite response. Yeah. We don't want to be ramped up. We don't want to be in a sympathetic state. We want to be wound down. We want to be relaxed. We want to start to get into um a mind frame of winding down. I'll, I'll getting I'll, ready for sleep. I'll give you. I'll give you a great tip. <laughs> Don't talk to women after four o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> I'm only joking, girls. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Yeah. So uh, again, we can kind of layer in those arms with a, a supplement 
and then we can also tie in the breath practice as well. Again, like I'm kind of cautious to talk about supplements because they are individualized, and I'm obviously not a naturopath or a doctor, but I think there's some definite, definite useful ones so we can kind of provoke that response that we want for winding down, feeling relaxed, and then tie that to the arm or the breathing. And then you can layer that in with the, the thoughtfulness of meditation. What this is at night? Yeah, so if we, if we want to think about winding down, like you said, some simple practices. Try not to stare at a bright screen on your phone while you're laying in bed. It doesn't really tell our body that we want to go to sleep. Yeah, because of the blue light that's, 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 that's on it. Yeah, and then also it depends on what information you're taking in. You could be reading something and it it might be upsetting, it might be exciting, you might be feeling motivated because you've just read something about business. So it's also like kind of the information we're taking in as well. There's one there's one good thing that, that James Smith was saying to me. Um he he puts his phone on airplane mode or mm. or do not disturb mode. And then what he does is he'll put on um a podcast and on the Apple Podcast app it's got a timer on the settings thing and you set the timer to play for like thirty minutes and you just put it by your bed and then it just turns off after thirty minutes. So in in that it's a it's a it's a scientifically proven thing. I don't know the case study for it. You probably do. I don't fucking know the case study for it. I don't have time to know that. But one thing that's proven is the fact that um, you are susceptible to take on knowledge at that time. And if you play the right kind of things and put the right kind of things into your ear at that time of night, so whether you want to get better at sales, whether you want to get better at marketing, whether you want to Im- improve your improve your focus or whatever whatever you whatever you want to consume that's a great time that last hour before bed or half an hour is a great time to just put it there close your eyes be in bed be in darkness and listen to that podcast and guess what even if you don't get to the end of the hour before you fall asleep you've fallen asleep peacefully and, and it's done it's kind of that's a real nice way of kind of winding down that last hour of your day to kind of let yourself be at peace and let yourself really, really go into that deep sleep that that you that you're talking about getting them to. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic way. Also, because it it really does let your mind drift a little bit. I mean, you're not stuck in your own thoughts. You can really focus on digesting and absorbing a little information, and it it can help. Like I know for me, I I do drift off. That's how I like to. To go to sleep, once I'm feeling wind down, I'll put on a podcast. Typically one that I've heard before that's interesting to me, so it's nothing new and stimulating. Because sometimes if you're, you know, if you're finding out interesting information, like I, for me, I, I can get a bit excited and it can Start, keep me awake. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. like if it's something I've heard before, it's something really good, I find valuable, it just helps me drift off. I think that's a good practice. Yeah, I really think yeah. It is. and, and it, kind of, it kind of depends on your on your response. Some people will be able to drift off listening to like, um, entrepreneurial information and some people might need to listen to like a, just a general chat or, or listen to something else like whatever works for you I'm just saying like get into that get into that dark room and then start to and start to put this you know something in place like this some form of audio that you can consume that's nice and easy light on the ears that allows you to obviously gain value from because this is going into your subconscious. Because as you're going from conscious to to, to sleeping, you're going. It's going more into your subconscious mind. So you want to make sure the information that's going into it is valuable. A hundred percent. I totally agree with that. It is a good practice, and I think if people take that on board, they will notice the benefits. Um, not only from an information standpoint, and it's really the last thing that you're taking in for that day, 
and then also from just an, an ease of mind perspective where you kind of let your mind drift and, and be able to fall asleep. So I think for those two reasons, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, sweet. What, what about supplementation for getting more sleep? I think obviously the most recognized one for sleep is magnesium. Obviously, there's different types of magnesium. What we want for sleep is because the different types of magnesium affect different tissue systems in the body. I believe there's nine types of magnesium. There's ones that are good for muscle recovery. There's ones that we look at for vascular health. What we want to, the ones we want to look at are the ones that affect the calming neurotransmitters in the brain. So those are magnesium three and eight. And mag- three N A. Yeah. T H E R E. Right. Okay. Eonate. Right. Okay. I'm not a fantastic speller. Right. I know it's T H E or T H R E. Right. Okay. Magnesium three and eight and magnesium diglycinate are kind of the two ones that are recognized for sleep. Right. Okay. That's usually a good start. Typically, like a lot of people I've worked with, magnesium seems to help. They notice a deeper and rest, more restful sleep. It's really not about the time. That your head's on the pillow, it's about the quality of sleep yeah. throughout the night. One thing I want to ask you is is like, how do you, how do you get into that real deep? Because when I look at, I, I, I've, I, we'll, we'll talk about this as well, because I've, I've obviously got this tracker called this Aura Ring that I use. Yeah. It tracks all my sleep, all my steps, the ring that you wear on your finger. Some people do it with a Fitbit, some people do it with a Garmin, although if you do it with a Garmin, you're never going to get a missus. Because they're terrible. Because <laughs> they're terrible. Uh, I hope no one from the executive team in Garmin is listening to this podcast. <laughs> you can't wear a Garmin and go out and talk to a woman. It's never going to happen. But anyway, but like, yeah, if you've got some form of fitness tracker, like, do you know, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, and, yeah, I use it, a Whoop. Yeah, so, on my, so on, my, on, my, on my app, it tells me like, it tells me the levels of sleep that you go into. But I, I just want to understand from you, how do I get more into that deep, more into that REM sleep? Because that's what I, I want to, I personally want to increase that, the, 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 the deep sleep to maximize the deep sleep and to maximize the most amount of REM sleep within that, within that eight hour window or, or eight and a half hour window that I'm trying to get in. So what type of statistics are we working with here? Are you getting well over an hour of deep sleep? Are we getting under an hour? I'll tell you what, let's, 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 let's go into the app and have a look because this is, this is, this is like real, real talk, real talk because uh, it's so, it's so important. Like I mean, last night was <laughs> last night was terrible. <laughs> look at that! Look at that for so last do night. Do you have sleep disturbances on there? That, that that was that was last night. It was terrible. But like, look, look. I'm try I'm trying to get this flat, but look at it. It's like up and up and down like a. But if you slide through the days, but like, let's just go. Let's just go back to this day, right? So with, with, wow, with, what? That's good. I'm, that, I'm just uh, scrolling. So two hours and forty minutes. That's an exceptional amount of deep sleep. Yeah, I'll, that is fantastic. That's a good day. Yeah, it was a really good day. Okay. How did you feel after this sleep? I felt I, I, bulletproof. I, I was like, I, honestly, you could have, I could have gone to war with, with, <laughs> I could have gone to war with Anastasia Palaszczuk. Yeah, you like, would have felt euphoric <laughs> coming out of this sleep. <laughs> like seriously, but like then, 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 like fr- from 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 here, it's like, how do you, how do I? Obviously, like that's only a six hour sleep, yeah, which is terrible, but. How do you, how do you go about getting more? Is is the magnet? Does the magnesium make you hit the REM sleep more? Is that is that is that? It what can it, deep sleep is what we're looking for for that recovery. You're pretty good deep sleeper. Like your efficiency when it comes to that. Like on that day, you're ninety two percent. So I I think well, let's go to a lower day. I think the data is good. We don't want to get handcuffed by the data and be like, oh, 
fuck, I just didn't have a good sleep. My stats were off. Today's a write-off. We, yeah, w- we yeah. want to avoid that type yeah. of behavior. But what we want to use it for is to strengthen intuition. Like, I felt like that was a good sleep. Here's what the numbers are reflecting. Can I think back of what I did yesterday and what can I correlate from yesterday's actions to create that outcome of a good sleep? Yeah, 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 yeah. So paying attention, like on mine, it, it has a series of questions. I don't know if yours has that as well. Right. But we can start to better, or we can create that better intuition when we understand what choices we made on that day or maybe how we were feeling. For you, someone who trains a lot, it could be overtraining. Really? If you're yeah. training three hours a day, like your body's just so ramped up, it's not going to enter that recovery state. So that, that that's the, get, that's the number one for, thing for me. Yeah. If my sleep's off, I take a rest day. Do you know? Do you know what it is as well? Like if I know I'm having a podcast, like the day after, I get fucking hyped. Yeah. I, I'm laying in bed. and I'm like, let's fucking go, because this lights me up on a different level. So it's it, it, it's my brain's going a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, it it, it just. <laughs> Fucking does. It's just it just it just laying there and just thinking, oh fuck me, like hey, hey, let's fucking go, Frankie boy, like onwards and upwards. So what? So so do you? So th- you uh, looking at your statistics, your deep sleep's fantastic. I looked at five days there. It's pretty good. Yeah, my like, deep sleep's good, but my but my REM that's your dream sleep, right? Uh the rapid eye movement stage of sleep. Yeah, but if you're talking about like performance wise, like you want to recover, you want to build lean tissue. Yeah, the deep sleep is. Is important for recovery. Yeah, so you reckon I can take on Callum Von Moga next year? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no, not. I, I think. But do you, do, on a serious note, do you do you think then that people that that are putting too much thought around the trackers, like, do you think the trackers are actually impeding their 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 success because they're they're too focused on the analytics, or do you think the analytics are useful to them? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think where we're at now, especially with technology, science, X, Y, Z, all the kind of innovations we've made through health and science, they're all fantastic and they all tell us stuff, especially research. It is kind of the driving force of innovation in any any industry, science. But what science does, it reduces and fractures the piece of a really big puzzle to help us a small understand a small piece of that puzzle. Yeah. So it kind of disconnects from the bigger picture. So rather than focusing on the one thing... I really like to understand the interaction between everything. Yeah. Being a human being, whether for you, we could talk about, you know, getting hyped up from work. It could be talk about your nutrition. We could be talking about your training. How all those things interact is going to have an impact rather than not just focus on one thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Does that make sense? Yeah. I I can't, I can't, I'm kind of picking, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put that in a, in in a, we don't want to put too much weight on one thing. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Because then you have a breaking point. Yeah, and it's like, like I said before, like I've seen people when we get really deep into tracking and trying to optimize stuff, they just get freaked out if a number's not right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so yeah, you over, yeah, that's right. Because because what I'm doing now is I'm comparing the other day to today. And you're probably and going like, to sleep like I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep so good tonight. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna get that ninety percent recovery. Yeah, I know. And you kinda of, you kinda of now in this battle where you kind of you kinda of fucking your own self because you kinda of, it's the wrong game. Yeah. Play, you're now you're now playing the wrong game, aren't you, basically? Yeah. So understand what it means and try to interpret that data so you can make better decisions moving forward. That's what technology and the wearables are good for. But don't hang too much weight on that and let it affect yeah, that, that, how you feel. 
because it's telling you something. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that because it's so fucking simple, isn't it? Like we, well, I think we, I think we, we all give too many. It's like, it's like, it's like trading your life on likes on Instagram. It'd be fucking pointless, wouldn't it? If you're trading your, if if you're worried about how many likes you're getting on a post, you're kind of missing the whole fucking point. Like, do you know what I'm saying? You're kind of missing the whole game. It's the same thing. Why? I'm, I don't know why. I, I don't know. Yeah, that breaks it down so much easier for me. Because yeah. otherwise you've got this, this comparison. And the thief of joy in my sleep just there was all about com- comparing Tuesday to Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's craziness. Yeah, but that's good. You're, like, sleep's on the right track. If I looked at that, I'd be like, that's, I mean, I don't know, the night where you got four hours probably can, can work on that, but that's just life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not every yeah. day is going to be perfect. We're never really aiming for perfection. We're just trying to optimize optimize and just make be able to make better decisions yeah and it's like uh, you got to know where you went wrong like i know last night i went to bed too late because i was thinking about a deal um and then i got up too early because i was thinking about the podcast and it's like and and do you know what i mean like everything everything that could have gone wrong in that night of sleep for me on a personal level i didn't set basically what i'm trying to say i didn't set myself up to win because I, if I'd set myself up to win, I would have been laying laying down in the bed nine p.m. I would have been in a dark room. I would have been in bed. I would have been asleep by ten. And then if I'd got up at, f- at, f- at five to six or whatever time I got up this morning, um, or f- or five o'clock this morning, whatever, I would have at least had that six and a half, seven, eight hours sleep because I'd put because I'd set myself up right but if you're not setting yourself up right to win which is the whole point in this podcast is all about setting yourself up to win behind all the banter behind all the jokes in between Ian being serious and me just throwing a few jokes in there it's like behind all that there's a serious point to this and the serious point is this if you don't set yourself up to win then of course you're going to fucking fail you're going to fail every time because you didn't plan it if you don't plan it you're going to fail simple yeah there is a degree of planning there and it also keeps us accountable I know we talked about this last time and making promises and commitments to yourself and then breaking them and then slowly dissolving the trust that you you have within yourself I, to follow through. Yes, yes, talk, yes. Drill this in again because this 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 is so so important mate. Cuz I cuz okay. I cuz I cuz I I remember this conversation well. Like and this 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 will impact so many people. Okay, well, I guess the What's the the best analogy? Or I'll talk about people who come to see me, and it's a recurring conversation, and it's just something we need to reframe. So yeah. I'm going to come to the gym on Monday. I'm going to start on Monday. I'm going to do this on X, Y, Z. And then they're in the habit of always saying they're going to do things but not following through. So what happens over time is if you keep telling yourself you're going to do something and you actually don't follow through, how can you really trust yourself? How is there that level of trust to take action on things you're you're promising to yourself? One of the, well, the most important relationship we hold is the one with ourselves, right? Because that's going to extend to everyone else in our life. Hundred. So if we start to slowly, slowly dissolve that trust with ourselves, one, if we say we're going to do something, we're we're going to be, I guess, that co- level of confidence just isn't going to be there because we've never kept that promise. Yeah, but, and I, it's like you're mugging yourself off. You're literally like... You yeah, li- imagine if you had a friend who's like, I'll meet you on at the beach on Monday, or I'll, I'll meet you for a coffee, and they just never show up. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. constantly never showing up for yourself. Yeah. And like, and how, it, we, how are you supposed to have any confidence if, 
if it, if that's the case, you know it, what I mean. It weaken it weakens your your resolve. You you kind of know and identify within yourself that you're not turning up as your full authentic self. You question you question everything you do. It's like it, it, yeah, but you you know because you've been fantastic over the years. When you say something to yourself or you make a promise mm. yourself, you do that. You feel that level of confidence grow, don't mate, you, mate? And then you slowly chip away. Like I'm I'm going to do this. You do it. That's how you build the confidence. I'm, I'm the. F- <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you when I when I when I when I knew I wasn't going to be uh, good enough in 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 the boxing relating field, and I moved over to the to the training side of the game. I re- I, set, I literally rang my mate. I said, "I'm going to become a professional. Bo- I'm going to become one of the be- youngest professional boxing trainers in the UK, and I'm going to represent the world title level and be one of the youngest to represent there." And he's like, Frankie, are you off your fucking tree, mate? Like, <laughs> do you know, what I mean? you've not even got a professional license as yeah. a trainer. Like, and 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 I, sp- I'm one of these people in that speaks it and then and then goes and lives it. Same with this podcast. I told you, I was telling you before this episode, bro. Like, I said to my mate the first time I ever put put the headphones on, I rang him up and I said, mate. I found my purpose. I found what I'm here to do. I found I found my best way of communicating with the world. What I need to communicate, and uh, I'm telling you now, this is this podcasting game is me. And I, inside the next da, 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 three years, I will have this, this, and this, and this, and this. And then I looked the other day, and I was like ranked 86 in education in the UK. I was ranked in the top 50 in Australia, the top 50 in Ireland, not in a subcategory, in the fucking main education category. After twelve months, like so, so it's like I what I do is I I literally go into a public forum like Instagram, and I tell people what I'm gonna fucking do, right? And it's almost like I want people to think, Frankie, you're talking smack, mate. And then I go and fucking then I then I go and back myself massively and go and try and deliver it because I I I just love. It's like a Roman gladiator going and performing in, in an arena mm. and everyone thinks he's going to get fucking s- slaughtered by this lion. It's like, I just love turning up and being like, let's fucking have it. It's like, I, I, I sent this unnamed podcast, which is one of, the, one of the bigger podcasts in Australia. I sent him a voice note saying, mate, just want to let you know I'm on my way up. And when I get to your level, you're having it. Like you know what I mean, like because yeah, because that's because that's how much self belief you have to have, and that's the difference. That's why I keep saying to people in all these podcasts, like self belief and confidence. There's a fucking difference. Confidence can be shattered. Self belief is instilled, and it's like everything that you're talking about. These micro commitments to yourself, Ian. Like these micro fucking commitments that you break to yourself that weaken your resolve are so fucking important, mate. Because it's like if you don't if you don't turn up. To, 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 to be the best version of yourself because you said that you're going to be there at the gym and, and you, you roll over and go to sleep that extra hour and this, that, and the other. You're fucking quitting on yourself. Why the fuck in a month of Sundays would you quit on yourself? It's all right quitting on someone else because they're, they're negative around you or quitting on something because it's not right for you, but quitting on yourself? Are you fucking crazy? Yeah. Stop doing that. You get you have to manage that relationship with yourself and that goes with again working in the fitness industry is that kind of self talk as well. Like some people are so harsh on themselves in a sense of like if I said to them what they say to themselves, they would be very upset. Yeah. And 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 I th- you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you kind of get what I'm talking about? Yeah, I I I think I think we should I think that pivots nicely onto self talk. I think self talk is the biggest the biggest the right 
one of the things that I've noticed about humans is how, and one of the questions I want to ask you yourself, all of you that, that listen, that have got this far, is this: How kind? How what 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 are you saying to yourself behind closed doors in your own mind? Like, how are you talking to yourself? Listen to the voice patterns. Listen to the way that you talk in in conversations to other people about yourself. Is it empowering you or disempowering you? Mm. Because I, I find so many people talk about certain things in ways that disempower the the result that they're trying to achieve. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I guess fitness is a unique thing because it's heavily tied to body image. What I'm trying to preach is like, you know, this is multifaceted. It's how our mind behaves, how we think. It's how we interact with other people on a social level. It's how we sleep. It's how we breathe. It's how we move. So it, it's... Let's try and just pull it away from image for just a second and just try and be a healthy human being. And what does that look like? Yeah, yeah, It looks yeah. like, I guess we could talk, I talked about this, um, having pillars. So we have movement. We've got nutrition. Yep. We have sleep. We've got breathing and relationships. And like we said, those extend out through the circle around us and that relationship with ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. And my whole, my whole, my whole training methodology is: I go to the gym because one, because I want to feel good so that I can perform in the podcast game and and other things that I do that I'm passionate about outside of the gym. And two, I I, I go there to to meet like minded, driven people on similar paths to me and stuff like that. The community aspect. The the yes, I want to have a good body, and I feel like I, I I've achieved that and stuff, and I'm achieving that. And I'm you look great. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying, mate. I'm trying to refine, refine, refine myself and get to and get to to whatever the best is for me. But but ultimately, what I'm trying to say is, there's way more things more important than 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 that. Like the 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 mindset piece. Like this is why this lockdown that we're in at the moment, right? is so fucking stupid because it it just it just kills people it just kills people's um you know like that that just it just kills everything for them like yeah. to, well we t- we talked about the alcohol being soothing for people what about working out yeah mate, you know that gives the people incredible relief especially from stress you can't work out you're inside all the time it almost feels like you can't breathe if you can't move your if you are really focused on and health and fitness and that's ingrained and you can't do that it is a bit suffocating well, you, you've been, you've been, let's just talk about this. You've been, you've been teaching me and guiding me through some meditation for, for, for probably, mm. I'd say 12 months. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just tell the people, uh, just tell the people at home how I started. Okay. Well, he's, I've, I've coached meditation probably on and off through my classes and using it as a wind down routine after intense workouts for like eight years. Okay, Frankie was probably the worst meditator. <laughs> Sorry, bro. He was fidgeting. His, he would not close his eyes. Um, he I, could, I, couldn't, I couldn't close my eyes. I couldn't close yeah. my eyes. There, there's no sense of peace or tranquility in Frankie's meditation. Okay, and I just, I actually highlighted this last, I think it was last week before lockdown. I, I ran a guided meditation and he looked like the most zen one out on the floor. And I, I just had to tell him, like, I'm like, hey, do you acknowledge how far you've come when it comes to your ability to relax, to be mindful, and kind of melt into the moment and what's needed in meditation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you said that to me, and I was like, fucking no, that's 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 a nice thing to say, but and I and I appreciate it because there has that's, there has been such a there has been such a journey to get to that point. But do you know do you, do you know why the growth happened there? Because I fucking know. 
Yeah. Because, uh, before I get there as well, like I, there's no right or wrong way to meditate. So if saying that you're you're terrible at it, I would just say you didn't seem very relaxed. <laughs> no, but you know, sorry do, to cut do, you off. Do, yeah, but you know, do, do, and I'll tell I'll I'll tell you all the reason because there was something inside of me, aka a voice, aka this podcast that I wasn't doing, that I wasn't giving to the world. So I wasn't able to turn up as my full authentic self. So I couldn't sit still because I knew with, with inside myself that I wasn't turn up to the world how I wanted to turn up to the world. Does that make sense? So it was like, it was very easy at the time, 12 months ago, 16 months ago, whenever we started on that path, it was very easy for me to turn up and say, oh, it must be because I've got ADHD or use a label that people have given me in the past and make that fit the problem that I have now. So what happens with people is they'll go into the past, they'll pull out this label that they were given at school, aka you have ADHD or you're, 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 you've got this label, this label, and you'll pull it out and you'll use it in your life today, right? I've been guilty of this. I'll admit it openly on here. We used to say that all the time. Hundred percent. Like I can't sit still. I've got ADHD. Yeah, of course, because it's because it's the easiest way to close off the conversation without having to find out the real fucking fundamental issue, right? Ian, the yeah. real fundamental issue is, and as open as honest as I'll ever be with you guys, is this right? I wasn't. I I had the gym sorted. I had everything else sorted, but I wasn't doing regularly enough what i what i loved outside of the gym i wasn't i wasn't doing it i was i was just removing content all the time and 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 doing things like this which is great you know i've earned good money out of it i earned good revenue out of it all good but this podcast lights me up and 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 i found the bigger purpose and the journey within that and what i want to achieve with that and what and why i want to help you guys out that listen to this and why i want to take you further and because because it's not it's not just about me. It's about something way bigger. And because I get that from it, I can now accentuate through because I've got that, because I've got that piece of the puzzle. I'm like, okay, now, now I get why I'm here. Yeah. You probably I, feel lighter. Yeah. I, f- I feel, I feel lighter because I feel I found my truth. Whereas I didn't, I didn't, I, I was like, fuck, you know, who is this geezer? Like what, what is it? Why is he here? He's here for a reason. I know he's here for a reason. I know he's not a fucking idiot. But like he's not here to he's not he's not just here to remove online content. He's not just here to be a professional boxing trainer. He ain't just here for this, this and this and this. What and it used to stress me out, Ian. That, 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 that's it. And I, I don't know if any of you guys that listen to this feel the same way, but if you do feel the same way and what I'm trying to get through this whole narrative of doing these podcasts and introducing these entrepreneurs and these sports people and, and everyone else I've got planned is like it's all about stripping it all back, all the bullshit, remove all the crap, remove all the labels, remove everything that everyone else has told you about yourself, remove all the shit that you've told yourself and just sit there in silence, think about who am I, how do I want to turn up, how do I want to fucking be and then and then kind of, and then once you kind of got that sorted and you kind of add these health elements that Ian's talking about, it just helps you turn up. You could literally, like you say, like Ian said in the start of the podcast, you could literally turn up as a different human being in 30 or 60 days from now. And that's some powerful shit, mate, when you think about it. A hundred percent. And um, kind of like what you talked about there resonates because that kind of deep internal work to create the sensation and how you feel right now is very hard. Because the first thing that happens when you sit in silence for kind of an extended period of time, yeah. the analysis starts. Yeah. 
that can be confronting. Yeah, that, that, that's you really start to think about your life, and that is extremely confrontational. That's why people don't do it, Ian, right? And that's why I keep telling people to do it. It's because so many people that are listening to this as it hits their fucking ears are surrounded by the wrong people or people that aren't their jam, the people that aren't their vibe, people they think are their vibe, but they, they're not because, because they, they've never sat with themselves long enough to know who the fuck they are. And I'm saying that all your success in life and whatever success is to you all starts with being able to understand who you are and who you want to be first then when you start plugging in all the health things that you've the little tips that you've given throughout this podcast and trying to and adding in the health benefits and the other you're going to be a totally different guy totally different woman totally different person totally different human now you're in this abundant mindset where you can go and achieve absolutely fucking anything in what you want to do because you're actually turning up right. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I think what you're talking about is the mindset piece and when you pair that with a healthy body, you become unstoppable. Yeah, that's... that's, that's and it's, it's, I can't, you can't separate the two. Like I've been talking about most of today and through this podcast, it's really about the big picture and I don't like to use the word hol- holistic because I feel like it's overused and misunderstood. But yeah. let's just think bigger picture, you know, how we interact with the world, the way we think, how we move, like I talked about. And then those aren't separate. Yeah. They interact together. Yeah. And what you're talking about is the merging of a healthy body and a healthy mind. Yeah. And, and then I'm, putting I'm, that out into the world. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to get people to understand, Ian, that, that who you are, who you truly are and the the job role or the business or or whatever you whatever you're doing over here they are they are one and the same thing they're not separate entities they're really not i used to think business frankie are two separate things but they're not they're not when i become more and more aligned with this central thing and bring business and myself closer together i do more deals i do more revenue i have more success i book more guests i do this i do this because you've got to bring them together they're not separate things like you are not a separate person selling a a real estate deal than you are in the gym and if you are you have to bring those two people close together i guarantee you do more you do more deals yeah i think well what i noticed for you and this is kind of a trend among i guess entrepreneurs or successful business owners is like when they're an unobstructed form of self-expression and that translates through what they do in every aspect of life that's kind of what you're talking about because everything you do is an expression of like we talked about yeah the mindset the body and how you're showing up in every aspect of your life not just one they're not separate yeah yeah, yeah. yeah because by trying to separate it and by trying to be different person over here to different person over there it's like you can't, you, you just really are just doing yourself a disservice because it's not the truth. Like you, there's only, there's only one of you and there's only one version, there's only one version that's constantly, constantly being iterated. I understand that you're constantly improving it. You're constantly, you know, adding those things in, adding those tools in, changing those habits, forming that person, remolding yourself, reevaluating like no person 30 days from now is the same person as they are today because they've evolved. But, it's like that's you got you got to be able to not separate the two. Like you try people people too many times are trying to separate these two and make work, gym, personal life, everything separate. It 
it's like it's all one it's all one or it's nothing yeah and it makes sense and a lot of the times with concepts explaining them is the hard is thing. one thing yeah feeling them is a different thing yeah and a lot of the times like i have conversations with people and i like I, we spoke about last time i was really just focusing on a lot of deep internal work which is challenging um but you can really only meet people where they are it's in like yeah. if someone hasn't done that work it's pretty hard to have a conversation yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. really difficult for them to understand and interpret how you're feeling because they haven't lived that themselves so yeah. i think when people who are listening to this can go through a lot of things that we talked about um the it will resonate a bit deeper but i think we've given them the tools to set them on the right path yeah, yeah, yeah. You set you set on the you set on the right path, and obviously the de- the deep the deeper stuff comes from comes from making the concerted effort to make those one percent changes in the start. But the whole the whole mindset piece, the whole mind mindful mindfulness work, the whole meditation thing that that you've talked about there, where I've gone from this to this, and the transformation in in, in slowing down and being more peaceful and being able to. To, to, to slow that down so that I can be like that. Yeah. You'll see the highest performers, whether it's sports or business, they can shift the gear. Yeah. You know what I talk about? We can, sh- we I, can shift into six gear and red line, but we can really just pull it back into park when we need to. And and, and it's fair to say, I had, I, uh, this is a great analogy. My whole life, I'd been going at 100 miles an hour to achieve everything, right? As soon as I'd, started to understand who the fuck I was and started to really feel into it, which sounds a bit woo-woo, but just bear with me. As soon as I started to feel in and identify who the fuck I am as a man and how I'm going to turn up and all that shit and started to put that shit together and started to be open and honest with myself and address the triggers in my life and address the issues around this thing and that thing and start to see everything as a as a kind of like, okay, well, that shows me that about myself. Oh, I didn't know that. Fucking hell, I can work on that and all this stuff. When I started to put all that together it's it started to allow me to find gear one two three four and not just trying to be redlining in five the whole fucking time because so many of us want whatever success is to us but we don't slow down enough to understand is our fucking ladder lent against the right wall right now or am i going in the wrong direction yeah you don't want to be going 100 miles in the wrong direction (laughs) Which has happened in my life. Yeah. You, you know, I've pers- it happened with, I had a boxing gym. Wasn't the right move. Now, don't get me wrong, it was the right move because it led me to this point. So it was. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is like, I've, I've, I've gone 100 miles in the wrong direction with different things that weren't because that's what I thought the world wanted me to do rather than that was what Frankie wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do these things in the past because of the social acceptance aspect of what that would look like in terms of like, oh, that's what I'm meant to do because that's what the world is expecting from me. Now I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to deliver to the world what I expect from me myself. And that's why it, I'm getting the growth because people are like, fucking hell. This is the best version of him I've seen because I've not seen him like this before. He's, I've not seen him lit up like this before, I, and, and and that's and and because that's because it's authentic. That's because it's the truth. That's because I've worked. But you don't get you don't get to that point, Ian, without 
doing these 1%. That's why the 1% that you've put in place throughout this podcast and and some of, the, some of the hopefully relatable stuff that I'm laying down when I'm being totally authentically honest with the audience like this, it's like, which is which is a vulnerable thing to do because mm. you have to talk, you have to you have to be real. But that's why people are here. You know what I'm saying? It's like hopefully that wakes people up on a whole different level and shows them shows them that the, I hope this podcast really shows people like okay, let's just take to let's just take the rest of today. Write down what I'm doing. Strip it all back. Okay, what's compounding in the wrong direction? What's compounding in the right direction? Let's work on adding some of these tips that you've suggested and some of the things that I've said into compounding in the right direction in your life. And if you get that, if you get even one thing that you can implement out of this, then it's worth listening to. A hundred percent. If you can take away one actual step or one thing that really starts to provoke questions in um, a good thought practice, that's what we want. I think what you're teaching as well is mindset is really how to think through this and navigate through this and all the things that you've done to grow. And I know we've shifted the focus to you, but it's just so easy to see for me because I do see you a lot. And it's easy for me to see because I've known you along the way. I think that's probably the difference between a lot of guests. Like I, 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 get, yeah, yeah, I get a lot of interaction, so I can notice the night and day transition. It's, it's, it's just because I... I the, I don't want to shift it to me in terms of it's not about me. This this podcast is all about what I want you guys at home to get yeah. out of it. I know. It, I think from a case study perspective, but, but from a case study perspective, the reason the reason why it's gone over to to kind of my back to my journey is the fact that you've been on my journey, right? And you've seen the struggles along my, my my journey's way. You've seen me when I've perhaps not been the best version of myself. You've seen me as I'm trying to become better. You've seen me go from struggling to do this to, to to being able to do this. And I'm just trying to give them an insight into why that's happened and my thoughts in terms of yeah. like how that's put together. Because it's not, I'm not saying you're going to listen to this podcast and it's going to be like, oh, tomorrow you're going to be a fucking different person. But if, even if like, like I said to you and like Ian said to you, if you just implement one thing or, or take half a thing out of this podcast or even if you just said, okay, fuck all, fuck all that rest of that shit. I'm just taking this caffeine pill, 100 milligrams, and I'm just taking that glass of water and, you, and that's all you take out of this. It's like, will that impact you in 30 days? 100 fucking percent. Will that help you change who you are and, and how you turn up to the world? 100 percent it will. And that's all it's about. It's like... There's one thing in this podcast that will do that for you, and I don't care what thing it is, but just pick it up, take it out, implement it, put it in, and then it'll be worth it'll be it'll be worth your time, hundred percent. I promise you. Yeah, I agree. I think there's no arguing the fact that if you're healthier, you're fitter, and you're going to perform better as a human being, whether it's in life, business, or whatever you want to pursue. Yeah, yeah, mate. And I, I just thank you for your time coming here, distilling the information. And uh, I and I appreciate the um, the support in like that you've given me over the years in terms of like helping me s- calm calm myself. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I'm I'm not typically harsh on people, and I'm not harsh. I was was never harsh with you. I'm patient, but it's also very difficult to get a compliment out of me. Yeah. If no, you think about over the years when I highlighted that one thing, yeah. When was the last time? That's that's the only uh, one thing. <laughs> I refuse to blow smoke where, yeah, yeah, where there's yeah, no, no, no where smoke no. doesn't belong. Nah, I think I think you you know 
So if I see something, I acknowledge it. It means means a no, lot no, for me. No, 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 mate. I, I, I fundamentally appreciate it, and I appreciate you coming on and dropping what you have for the audience today. I think there's a lot of takeaways in this if you, if you go through it, and I, I, I just believe because it's so real and it's so raw, this content should hit your ears at the right time. And guys, what I'll do is, Ian, just um, shout out the the gym the website and everything else if people want to get the um diet plans and all that stuff and just just tell them all the links brother okay so if you guys want to train with us in person whether that's one-on-one personal coaching or group classes we're down in bundle at the nq fit factory websites nqfitfactory.com.au you can book a trial online if you're looking at training with us and you're not in the gold coast we have digital products when that comes to eating and training and we have home-based workouts as well which is also available on nqfitfactory.com.au. Perfect, man. And just drop me your personal Instagram as well. I'll, I'll link all this in the show notes. I have been a little bit quiet. My personal Instagram is endfitness. It's, I keep it lighthearted, somewhat informative, and slightly vain. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you straight away while he's been quiet. Because he's retired now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we, we, uh, we weren't going to bring this uh, up, but uh, it made an appearance. Yeah, it made an appearance. Do you know what? I have to talk about it, Ian, because... Um, because your mum, your mum's one of my favourite podcast listeners. Mm. She she loves listening to this podcast. She does, yeah. But yeah, Ian, I can confirm, Kelly, that he has retired, and uh, yeah, he's off market. He's off market. He's off all dating apps, and that's him, man. That's him. He's sold. He's he's he's, he's it. He's quit. That's Ian, it. Ian D Fitness is retired. Confirmed <laughs> here, mate. I thought I'd throw it in a little bit earlier, but you know, I was going to go deep into that, but I won't. Because out of respect, but guys, look on a on a, on a standard on a standard thing. Look, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, um, and I appreciate over the last you know the whole time that this podcast has been going, um, the amount of support from you guys, the amount of shares on social, the amount of reviews. I'm just overwhelmed by the support and i hope to keep delivering you value as we go all the way to 100 200 episodes and beyond i hope you've enjoyed the growth for yourself and i hope you're getting a lot out of this for for yourselves honestly mean that wholeheartedly um the next thing i want to say is like if you resonate with this if this is your first time listening to a podcast hopefully you understand exactly what we're trying to achieve here and you, if you could leave me a review on Apple, if you could drop Ian a message, me a message, and tell us exactly what you got out of this and what and and what it what it means to you in terms of like that, that would that would be fundamentally great too. And if you could share this with as many people as possible, put it you know, there's no cost of entry to this podcast. There's no ads on the podcast. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I fund this my my whole self because it's my passion to um, help people break patterns and flip perspectives in their life, and I only get people on this podcast that i believe can help break the pattern of flip perspective in your life so thank you so much for listening go at frankie lee on instagram if you want to follow me at and fitness on instagram if you want to follow in you got to follow in if you're in the gold coast or if you're in australia you have to and you come to the gold coast you have to go to nq fit factory um it's a female only gym no joking <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. It's open to everybody. But anyway, like you're all welcome to come 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 down, try the gym as well. Like it's it's my home from home. They they really have always I I don't train anywhere else because I just love the place, I love the environment. So thank you so much for tuning in guys. And Ian, have, have you got any last words to say? No, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was good to have this conversation. I feel like we needed it and needed a bit of a catch up after the last one, so I appreciate the time. Mate. 
Happy, happy retirement and much love. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to the Frankie Lee Podcast. 